So how are you? Good. Been uh, doing pretty good since the last time we've done one of these bad boys? Yep. So, uh, you're listening to the Talk Nerdy Things podcast. As always, I am Kristen Englehart, and I am accompanied by my rapidly uh, becoming co-host, my husband, Brent Englehart. Uh, so, how many people have actually went to Villainous Grounds since I told him about it? Because, uh, guess what? It's still awesome. Um... It's where you could go and get uh, your coffee, comics, and more. Uh, you can visit them on their Facebook page, Instagram, you know, whatevs. And you could actually find me now on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter and Instagram, you could find me at Talk Nerdy Things. And on Facebook, you could find me at Kristen Engelhart. So, uh, you know, go pop on over there. Be friends with me. I like to think I'm a pretty cool cat, but hey, yeah, know. Uh, so we are now on iTunes, which is kind of a big deal for me, I think, because, dear lord, it is difficult to get a podcast on iTunes, and I finally figured it out. So now since we are on iTunes, and not only just on SoundCloud, uh, pop on over, give us a like, subscribe, uh, leave a review, because that always helps. We hope to uh, eventually, you know, get recognized and noticed. Maybe not immediately because, you know, where I live, where we, you know, me and Brent live, there's not a whole lot of podcast listeners and, like, everybody is terrified to do a podcast. It is like, I mean, I swear, it's like worse than recording somebody on a video. Like, I guess because it's purely a voice. I don't know. I'm really good at talking, so these sort of things don't bother me. But, uh, yeah, so just go on over and uh, like, subscribe, and leave us a review, because that will be really great. So, uh, Brent, do you have anything to add? No. All righty. So this uh, this episode, we are actually going to start talking a little bit about... um, Real superheroes, not just the ones that, you know, come in and save the day when the bad guy is, you know, or doing their bad stuff, like, you know, Spider-Man or Superman or whoever. Like, we're talking about the real McCoy, like, your firefighters, your policemen, you know, because they're, they're the real guys who go in and risk their lives every single day. And they don't expect, I mean, I'm sure they would like a thank you, like, please, thank a police officer or a firefighter. Like, if you're in a burning building, please. Like, if that firefighter has pulled you out that building, like, thank that dude, because, like, he just went into a fire and, like, without being asked, and, like, pulled your butt out of that fire, and if you don't say thank you... I would not feel bad at all if that firefighter would just be like, you know what, get back in the house. Like, you're a bad person. But, uh, so actually, I am sitting in the midst of a firefighter. <laughs> With that whoosh of your head. Um, so Brent is actually a firefighter. Woohoo! Woohoo! So, and no, he does not have the abs to go with it. I'm so sorry. Yes, I do. (laughs) 
you're not on. you're not doing any like photo shoots or anything like that anytime soon. So I just did one last night. Oh really? Yeah. I'm glad I was invited. Yep. Was there puppies? Well, Shiner. Well, he's not much of a puppy. I mean, like, if you don't have the abs to rock it, you need to have puppies to keep your audience entertained. That's true. Yeah. So, um, there's actually a group, I forget their name, based, I think, out of Perryville, if I'm not mistaken, who actually try to get kids to recognize real superheroes. And I think they actually do something to do with cancer, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But I know that they have a lot to do with Villainous Grounds and um, and Comic-Cons in this area, like the Cape Comic-Con and things like that. And so, like, they're, they're a really cool group. Um, so, there have been uh, a few comics that actually involved... Uh, real events and real heroes in those events and kind of just how like the superheroes were powerless in those situations. Like James Gordon. No, no, no. Not like that. Like Marvel actually released a comic after 9-11 happened. They actually oh. released a couple comics after 9-11 happened showing just how powerless our heroes could be versus the real heroes who went in those buildings and pulled out survivors and did what, you know, we all know and love them for. Because it showed one of them was Spider-Man. Because, you know, Spider-Man takes place in New York City. Mm -hmm. And so um, it showed him coming up to the wreckage after the Twin Towers fell. And it showed, like all of the firefighters, like, it showed them, like, being caught in the rubble and, like, the other firefighters rushing in to go help and Spider-Man just, like, helped right along with them, but he realized that there was nothing he could have done to stop the situation. So it really showed just how vulnerable Spider-Man was in the situation. And then it also, there was one that featured, I think... I'm almost positive it featured the Avengers. And because, you know, Avengers are kind of based out of New York mm -hmm. also. And it showed just how powerless they were and how it kind of really put the spotlight on the firefighters and police department and, you know, people like them, which is awesome, I believe, because, you know, as much as we hate to admit, superheroes are not real. I mean, I like to think they are. I like to think that Iron Man is flying out, you know, he's flying out there somewhere. Batman's were. <laughs> well, we all know about Otto. He was the first Batman. Yeah. Dollop, go listen. Um, but, uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're not real, so, you know, you really have to think, like, you, there are real heroes out in the world, but they just aren't wearing a cape... Which, according to Edna Mode, you know, superheroes shouldn't be wearing capes regardless. But, you know, they're not wearing a cape. They're not wearing, you know, they're not wearing some skin-tight latex outfit or anything like that, you know. Or they're, in Superman's particular case, his Speedo on the outside of his tights. Because <clears throat> he doesn't know how to get ready. So, um... You know, we have to ask ourselves, like, 
what makes our real heroes heroes, which I mean, it really doesn't, it's kind of a given, but like, you know, a police officer, even though some guy is running naked down an interstate or something, like, he's a hero in that situation because he has to go tackle that naked guy. Guaranteed, nobody else wants to tackle the naked guy. Yeah, that's true. But that police officer is getting to tackle him. I mean, I know he's getting paid, and guaranteed, in that situation, that police officer is saying, I don't get paid enough, because he is a government employee. Um, but, you know, guaranteed, he has to go do that, whether he likes it or not. And I pray that he's calling for backup. Um... But also, you know, they don't just do the hilarious things. But they also go and, you know, when they hear something like shots fired or something, like, they have to go and take care of that situation. And that, I really think, makes them heroes. Or if they see a situation going down, such as an old woman getting her purse snatched by, a you know, a burglar or whatever, like, they're going to not even think twice about going in to take care of that situation. And then, like, with firefighters, you know, you guys are running into the fire while, you know, people are screaming, saying, like, oh my gosh, my cat's up there. Or, you know, saving cats from trees. But, like, you guys are rushing into a burning building that's collapsing and against all human instinct that says, hey, don't go in that building because it's dangerous. Firefighters go in anyways. And I really think that makes them true superheroes. Anything to add? No. <clears throat> so, um, can you, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what kind of training a firefighter has to go through. Because you know superheroes always have that montage of, like, their training. So what what all does training as a firefighter entail? Well... Well, yeah, you know, you gotta, like, Spider-Man, you gotta get your suit on... No, 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 no. I'm not talking about, like, an actual... Really, firefighters shoot yeah. webs? Wow. <laughs> no, because I'm talking about... What is your actual training? Like, when you would go on those late, ridiculous school hours that you would have to go to, like, what were you doing? What were they having you do? You know, just... Brave school, fire school, you know, just... But not everybody knows what's in fire school. Like, you know, learn about different things, going to different houses. So, I remember on your Facebook page, you took a picture of the ladder that you had to climb. How, yeah. how exactly, how tall was that ladder? Watch feet. A hundred feet in the air. Yeah. That's ten stories. And you climbed that. Yeah. With all your gear on. Yep. Yeah, no. I would have already like yeah, I would have pooped my pants. And then people down below would have been getting a lovely shower. 
Which actually, all that gear on it probably blocks the poo, which is probably a great thing. Um, so also, I remember you saying something about like you were in a coffin or something like that, and like they fill it with smoke. No. I thought you said that. No. Well, I know you said that they fill something with smoke. No, they're like, you know, we're in like in a house, though. Make it all smoky and all stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Walk in and all stuff. And you have to enter through the ceiling and... Yep. Like Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yes. And, um... So... Can you tell, like... I know you can't tell a whole lot of details because it's confidential. But, like, can you tell any, like, weird or interesting calls that you've had to go to? No. Like, there was... There was no crazy... Like, I know there was a pregnant lady. (laughs) No. Well, I know that you get to go to Rex and all this, and, like, you know, some are worse than others, I would imagine. Because I'm sure you've just been in ones that are fender benders. (laughs) And then, you know... But anyways, it's whatever. Um, So... Your actual heroes would be people like firefighters, police officers, nurses. I mean, obviously nurses. Those people are like angels slash superheroes because like they are just killing themselves all day, every day, all day, every day uh, to make sure that people are in the best way and situations. And You know, it, they're just... Especially ER nurses. I mean, like, they're the true heroes because Mm -hmm. they're taking care of, like, eight patients at a time. Although, if you're in the uh, ER around here, you're waiting, like, five hours. And uh, also, heroes are uh, armed service members. So, like, our military. And they are definitely heroes because, um, you know, they're going and protecting our freedom and... Making sure that we can America tomorrow. <laughs> you know. America. But, uh, so... Our heroes are known for helping... Our superheroes are known for helping our real heroes in the comics. I mean, you can always... In almost every comic that's out there, you can almost always guarantee that there's going to be one of our real heroes involved in some way shape or form so like with spider-man and batman they are always helping law enforcement which it's crazy because the law enforcement is always after them but they're always out there trying to help in any way they can and you know because like spider-man i mean he's not rich or anything like bruce wayne but he's doing everything he can to help the law enforcement whereas Bruce Wayne, he's just like, I have, or I have money, throw my money, you know, but whatever. Uh, so Iron Man is also known for helping military, but you know, he doesn't have any voice, but he kind of does the same thing of like, I have money, here's my money, like, and he's also designing all these weapons and junk like that, but, um, so believe it or not, by the way, I'm talking a lot. Uh, what do you have to add to this, sir? 
You're just listening to me. This is the most quiet you have been, and it's creepy. Just listen. Right. Okay. I figured this would be a topic that you would be, like, super excited about. Yeah. So. Uh, so, real heroes have abilities. What do you think those abilities are? People can't see your gestures. I don't know, like... Be like Wolverine. No, I'm talking about real heroes. Like, police officers. Like, what kind of abilities do you think they would have? Speed. I mean, they catch people who are on speed. Mm -hmm. Or the movie Speed. What? Like, they can climb up. Like, I don't know. Okay, so... A firefighter. He can control fire. You know, that's... I think that's a pretty heroistic... If that's a word. That's probably not a word. But, uh... Pretty sure that's a very hero thing to be able to do. Yes, me. And then, um... Police officers, they can stop a bullet with their Kevlar vest. I mean, I know they're not doing it, but their Kevlar vest is. Mm-hmm. And from what I see in movies, I don't know, because I've never actually taken a bullet in a Kevlar vest, doesn't sound like a really good time. But like the uh, soup troopers. Well, I hear it hurts. You, you, you want to have like one with like, the underwear? Would you go... I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Oh. But uh, police officers also stab bad guys. You know? And that's kind of what all of our superheroes are doing constantly. And uh, people like nurses, they can heal. Like, you know, they can bring people back from the dead. I mean, not clinically from the dead. You know? They, they do that every day. People can die on the table, and doctors and nurses are, you know, doing that thing like the clear, and mm-hmm. and they come back. Like, it's crazy. And uh, people like our armed service members, they can fly. I mean, it may not actually be under their own power. They might be in a vehicle, but they can still fly. They are flying in the air. That's pretty cool. And they're doing these maneuvers... And things like that, which are just, like, super awesome, I think. And, you know, in certain, where actually all of these situations, um, they're going, like, supersonic speed. They're, like, breaking the sound barrier. I mean, like, I think that's a pretty uh, good accomplishment there. And also with their, like, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The how they can spy on people, you know, with the with the big cone-looking thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like, how they point it at the conversation and they can hear it. Oh, yeah. You, like, they're uh, monitoring or, like, you know, like that. Like, that. that's ultra-hearing. Like satellite? Kind of, yeah. And then also, like, the stealth fighter planes and stuff. That's pretty cool. They have invisibility. In a radar situation, they mm-hmm. are undetectable. That, I mean, that right there, pretty sure that's a, uh, you know, it's kind of a thing. 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, heroes in comics can actually take the role of our real heroes. And this happens, like I said, in a lot of these comics, you see, um, you know, you see our real heroes in one shape or another. So, like, Doctor Strange. Um, Doctor Strange is a neurosurgeon. And those are definitely heroes, because, I mean, they can bring... They can make where people can actually think straight again and things like that. And I really think... I think that's a hero trait. And, uh, Wade Wilson. Do you know who Wade Wilson is? I don't think so. That's Deadpool. Yeah. And he was in the military. Um, Steve Rogers. Who's Steve Rogers? Oh. It's Captain America. I don't know the names. You should know the names. Steve Rogers is a captain in the U.S. Army. Do you know who James Buchanan is? No. He is Bucky Barnes. Nice. His name is James Buchanan Barnes. Excuse me. And he was a sergeant in the U.S. Army alongside Steve Rogers, who was a captain in the U.S. Army. Um, who is James Gordon? We all know James Gordon. I mean, not everybody. He's the police. He's the commissioner for GCPD. Or Gotham City. Gotham. Um, so... I know earlier that you actually looked up some uh, facts that you wanted to share. Yeah. Well, let's hear them. Like, what kind of facts? Well, uh, we, you kind of discovered that the creators of our beloved comics were actually heroes in their own way. So, um, who are we uh, looking up first? Stanley. And what did Stanley do? No, no, no. I mean, like, what did Stanley create? Like Marvel, like Spider Man and. Yeah, Marvel Comics. Um, so, Lee entered the United States Army in early 1942 and served in the U.S. Signal Corps, uh, repairing telegraph poles and other communications equipment. He was later transferred to the Training Film Division, where he worked writing manuals, training films, and slogans, and occasionally cartooning. His military classification, he says, was playwright. He adds that only nine men in the U.S. Army were given that title. Vincent Fago, editor of Timely's Animation Comics section, which is now known as Marvel Comics, um... He put out humor and funny animal comics, uh, which filled in until Lee returned from his World War II military service in 1945. And then that, after that was when it went from Atlas Comics and then it went to Marvel Comics. So what is your next fact for me to read? Do 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 do
So what's this fact? What is it? Who is it about? Oh, Nicholas. He was the founder of, of DC. So Wheeler Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he spent his boyhood in both Portland and on a horse ranch in Washington State. He raised horses, and then he went on to attend the military academy, the Manilis, probably not right how I'm pronouncing that, (laughs) school in DeWitt, New York. And in 1917, which would be World War I, he joined the U.S. Cavalry as a second lieutenant. According to differing sources, he rose to become either the youngest major in the Army, the youngest in the Cavalry, or... One of the youngest of the cavalry. By his account, he chased bandits on the Mexican border, fought fevers, and played polo in the Philippines. He led a battalion of infantry against... Oh, I'm going to butcher this. Bolsheviki in Siberia. Helped straighten out the affairs of the army in France. And commanded the headquarters cavalry of the American force in the Rhine. His cavalry unit was among those under John J. Perishing's command that in 1916 hunted the Mexican revolutionary Pancho Villa. The following year, he served under Perishing fighting the Muslim Moros in the Philippines. <coughs> Excuse me. And served with Cossack troop in Siberia. Subsequent outposts included Japan, London, England, and Germany. After World War I, Wheeler Nicholson was sent to study St. Cyr in Paris, France. So, he, uh, he was legit. Like, he did some pretty crazy things. So, I mean, while Stan Lee wasn't really on the the front lines or anything, he was kind of making, like, the soldiers feel happier with, you know, his comics that he was writing and things like that. Um, whereas... Nicholson, he was, I mean, he was the soldier that was probably reading the comics, which, I mean, they didn't serve at the same time, because he served in World War One, whereas Stan Lee served in World War Two. Uh, what is this? Um, but, so, like, this was all... This was all really cool for them to do. Um, So I guess what I'm trying to say is that while we... uh, While we go watch the movies of the heroes we know and love, you have to remember remember that there are real heroes in the world. And, uh, you know, you're one of them, and I'm sure we... We all have a friend or a loved one or family member or somebody who is one of those heroes. And you need to just take time out to realize how important those heroes are. And we wouldn't be anywhere without those heroes. Because, you know, without our firefighters, you know, people would die in fires. And, uh, you know, it could set whole cities on fire and we wouldn't have anybody to fight them. And then with the police, I mean, if we didn't have a police force, criminals and things would just run 
crazy. And then if we didn't have nurses, nobody would be there to take care of the patients or anything like that. So, yep. You haven't said much this podcast. That's pretty good. You think I'm chill? That's all you gotta say. You didn't even tell a cool story. Like I think, with as quiet as you've been, you should at least tell us like a cool firefighter story. Dear Lord, the Cardinals are doing terrible. Thirteen to one. <laughs> The, what is their deal? I know nerds totally don't care about sports by any means, but I am a true Cardinals fan. But come on, guys. 13 to 1. That's pretty bad. That's bad. Like, that's really bad. Yep. We're have another losing season. I mean, they were in first place. Either way, this is not going to become a baseball podcast. Well... I guess if you're not gonna say anything, then uh, we're gonna we're you know we're gonna peace out, Girl Scout. I guess. Uh, like I said, we're on iTunes now, so be sure to go uh, you know like, subscribe, and uh, leave us a review. That would be great. And like I said, you can find me on uh, you can find me on Facebook. I'm Kristen Englehart on there. You can find me on the Twitter. And we can tweedly Sorry, that's terrible. I should really stop. Um, on Twitter, I am K Inglehart Smith. Um, and on Instagram, I am Talk Nerdy Things. I think. Nope, just Kristen Inglehart. I am terrible at this. No, I am Talk Nerdy Things. Yeah, like I said, I'm horrible. Um, so. And on Snapchat, actually, you can follow me if you if you want to. I mean, I like to think I'm a cool Snapchatter. I'm not very good at it, though. Nahahaha. Um, <clears throat> what is my name? Dear Lord. On Snapchat, I am KKA Smith. So, yeah. Go follow me on all the tweets and the Instagrams and Facebooks and, you know. Uh, so, I guess we're going to wrap this up. Uh. Please let your geek flag fly, and until next time, uh, yeah, chalk nerdy to me. Bye!